Hello, I'm Gary Fogle. Welcome to Kentucky Sports Memories. This week, a conversation with a Kentucky native who spent the past quarter century in Major League Baseball. At Watson's, we've been delivering all the family fun and relaxation to our local community for over 50 years. Our mission is to provide high-quality home recreational products and home furnishings to our customers that bring families and friends together for a break from the daily stresses of life. Shop the largest local selection of in-stock products for your home, inside and out, and get the guaranteed lowest price in the USA. Only at Watson's. We have all the fun. Sam Holbrook grew up in Moorhead, Kentucky, played college baseball in the mid-80s at Eastern Kentucky University, and then in 1990 began a professional umpiring career. Started out in the minor leagues, like all umpires do. In 1996, he got called up to the majors, and there he stayed through last season when he retired. I recently talked to him about his career. Sam, you know, kids grow up dreaming of playing Major League Baseball. They don't grow up too much dreaming of being an umpire. So when did you first get that idea in your head that, hey, I'd like to be an MLB umpire? Well, uh, you, you know, you're absolutely right. I, I did grow up wanting to be a, a baseball player. And <clears throat> by the time that I got into college, I played at, uh, at Eastern Kentucky with uh, with Coach Ward there. And it became pretty evident to me that uh, that was going to be my last stop. I wasn't I wasn't going any further. But it still didn't come to mind to be an umpire until my junior year. I was home uh, in Moorhead, and a buddy of mine called me up and he said, "Hey, I'm I'm running the Pony League program down here, and one of my umpires quit on me." He said, "Would you uh, come down and and help me umpire the the games tonight?" So I said, "Sure." I went to the closet and picked out something that halfway looked like an umpire's uniform and old pair of black uh, baseball cleats, and went down and worked my first game. And you know, the more the more I did it, uh, first of all, it was a great way to make a little bit of extra money. But uh, the more I did it, the more I enjoyed it, and uh, the more that I learned, just got into my blood and. Next thing you know, the the games I'm watching on television, I'm watching the umpires instead of watching the players, and uh, it just really got into my blood, and, and that's when I kind of decided that that's what I wanted to do. So if this guy had shown up that night, and if your buddy hadn't called, you would have never been an umpire. Is that what you're telling me? It'd be safe to say 99.9% .9 sure that that would have never even crossed my mind. One phone call completely changed the course of his life. It's a thankless job, people constantly critiquing your work, and I talked to him about that. A lot of people would ask, why would you want a career where when you go to work, a bunch of people sit in the stands and yell at you? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's uh, that just goes along with it, and that, that's part of it. And, uh, you know, uh, I got the opportunity to work with Charlie Relaford, who was a tremendous major league umpire. He was uh, in the minor leagues at the time. And, uh, you know, he told me, he said, don't take it personal. He said, they're yelling at the uniform. They're not, you know, they're not yelling at you specifically. They're, they're yelling at the uniform because that's what people do. Did you ever interact with fans? Like maybe when you were umping third or first in between innings, walk over, talk with them, get their opinion on a call you made, anything like that? No, I wouldn't ask him for an opinion on <laughs> any calls that I made because I know what their <laughs> opinion is going to be. But, uh, yeah, no, 
we we would go over and uh you know if there's a baseball that comes down that way or something you might stick it in your pocket and pick a a, a little kid out in the in the stands and walk over to him and you know strike up a conversation with him and then end it with with handing him a baseball and you know that's that's the fun fun part of it people come to the ball games and they don't realize that the umpires are are human beings and uh you know they just they just they don't know how they got there. They don't know, you know, all they know is that there's a guy standing there behind the plate at first, second, and third base. And um, if you can, if you can go over and let people know that you're, you're human and, you know, that uh, we're, we're people just like they are, you know, it, it really uh, creates a bond. Just like anybody, you have some good days on the job and some bad days. One bad day in particular we discussed. I was reading an account of where early in your career, maybe in your rookie year in the majors, where you tossed Mark McGuire from a game for the St. Louis Cardinals home game. Uh-huh. You remember yeah. that incident? Uh, yeah, I remember that one pretty well, yeah. <laughs> and the fans was, went kind of crazy, threw things yeah, on the field. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, it, it was a mess. So the it was in uh, – 1998, when uh, Sosa and McGuire were having the home run derby is basically what it was. They were going back and forth and uh, uh, going for the record and and all that stuff. So it's late in August, and uh, I call strike three on McGuire uh, in the first inning, and it's a nationally televised Fox game, and he takes exception to it, and uh, Tony La Russa comes out to protect him, and I eject Tony La Russa, and then Mark just – Mark wouldn't leave. He just – he pleaded with him. I said, Mark, just go, you know, just go, and he wouldn't do it, so I knew he wanted to get ejected, so so I ejected him. Of course, you know, the fans are, are blaming me, and the nightly news uh, – national news on the on the networks that night let off you know their uh their broadcast with me ejected mark mcguire and had death threats on the phone and you know people throwing stuff out of the out of the stands and we almost had to you know hold the game well we did have to hold the game up for a little bit but uh yeah it was uh that was crazy when you have an incident like that do you ever after the game sit and think you know maybe i need another career <laughs> no, I, I didn't question it. That's part of it, and just so happened that it had to be on a on a national stage with a you know with, with that particular uh, situation. And even though he's out of the game now, I couldn't help but ask him about a major change that has happened to the game for this season. The pitch clock has been added to Major League Baseball. What do you think of that? I love it. Uh, I wish they'd have put it in 15 years ago. I'd have, uh, maybe my body wouldn't have broken down so bad and, and, and I'd still be on the field right now. But, uh, it, uh, I went to a couple of spring training games down in, uh, in Florida and, uh, it, it really cuts out all the dead time. And, uh, the umpires that I talked to said, you know what? You don't have time to, to kind of step back and catch your breath and relax between pitches anymore. You know, the next one's getting ready to, to come down the chute so uh but they they love it as well you know uh the games were just getting way too long and uh with the uh with the way that society is now and especially the way that the kids are now you know everything's in- instantaneous they they you know they get their um their entertainment is fast and and moving and and that's the way that they like it and that's the way they want it and 
the game of baseball was getting to the point to where it was just dragging and, and too slow. And uh, I think that, that what they've done with this is, uh, is going to be tremendous for the game. Now, a lot of baseball purists don't like the pitch clock because they say the game does not need to be sped up. It was made to be played at a slow pace. Anyway, I also asked him about the fact that in the minor leagues, they're experimenting with computers calling balls and strikes, and maybe someday that'll come to the major leagues and what he thought of that. In that sense, he is a purist. Seems to like the idea of keeping umpires behind the plate calling balls and strikes, not computers, although he said he would accept it if it was good for the game, and that's what direction they decided to go. At Watson's, we've been delivering all the family fun and relaxation to our local community for over 50 years. Our mission is to provide high-quality home recreational products and home furnishings to our customers that bring families and friends together for a break from the daily stresses of life. Shop the largest local selection of in-stock products for your home, inside and out, and get the guaranteed lowest price in the USA. Only at Watson's. Sam Holbrook grew up playing baseball in Moorhead, Kentucky, played through college in Eastern Kentucky, and even before he graduated college, he already was umpiring games. And then from 1996 through last season, he was an umpire in Major League Baseball, retired at the end of last year. So he's accustomed to being very busy from the middle of March when spring training games begin up through October for the years he worked the World Series. So going from all that activity, working six, seven days a week, to not doing anything at all is a big change. I talked to him about that. Well, Sam, this time of year, you're normally in the middle of your seven, eight, nine-month grind of calling games and traveling around the country. You're retired now, so are you going stir-crazy? you keeping busy? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm keeping busy, yeah. We've we've got some travel that, uh, that we're doing right now, and... Uh, uh, you know, just, uh, staying busy around the house. There's always, always something to do and, you know, try to wet a line here and there and catch a few fish. And, uh, so that's, that's awful nice, but, uh, you know, um, not having that, that stress, uh, of, of going out there and, and basically, you know, trying to be and, and expected to be perfect uh, is, is something that I, that I don't really miss. And of course the travel, I don't miss it. You know, I'm. Uh, it, it's still kind of weird saying that I'm retired, but uh, it's. Uh, I'm getting used to it. We'll put it that way. Well, here's the question: Is the wife getting used to it, or is there come come a point where she says, "Don't you have somewhere to be?" <laughs> <laughs> well, she's uh, she's. Whenever I go fishing or whatever like that, she's been. You know, uh, you go right ahead and enjoy it. So I don't know if she's. Getting, she hasn't told me that she's getting sick of me yet, but. She's, uh, you know, she's hanging in there with me. So that's, that's, that's a good thing. Sam Holbrook, enjoying retirement at age 57. That'll do it for the show this week. Thanks so much for being with me. Have a great weekend. Gary Fogle, Kentucky Sports Memories.